Hey, you awesome folks. Thanks for taking this journey of discovery with your guide, Keith Haney. You're listening to the Becoming Bridge Builders podcast, your favorite podcast for everything from racial reconciliation to education innovation, justice reform, and leading change in the 21st century. This podcast is for people who love to be challenged with difficult topics, but want practical solutions to solve these challenging issues. Becoming Bridge Builders makes change possible. Each week on the podcast, Keith invites innovative thought leaders to share how they are building bridges in their area of expertise. You will hear breakthrough ideas and concepts that are changing the world. He's featuring guests who are best-selling authors, leaders at Microsoft, entrepreneurs, leading educators, professors, lawyers, and so many more. Listen in to learn how you can be the bridge to the change you are seeking. Welcome to this Christmas episode of The Light Breaks Through. I am your host, Reverend Keith Haney. This has been an interesting year. It's filled with many challenges. You may feel like I do a bit off kilter this year. And I hope that as we are dealing with some discouragement, even some confusion, is my hope that this final episode of 2020 will give you a bit of encouragement and a bit of hope as we look forward to what happens next in 2021. At the very end of the Old Testament book of Malachi, a section of scripture filled with prophecies of doom and gloom and despair. But Malachi gives us an inspiring message of hope. Here's what Malachi 4 verse 2 says, But for those who revere my name, the Son of Righteousness will rise with healing in his wings, and you will go out and leap like calves released from the stall. Hope is a fitting finale to a very intense election season, a pandemic, a year that's been filled with emotional pressures, loss of loved ones, and for many people, economic collapse. There is a better day coming, and that better day is not based on the outcome of the election, a cure for COVID, or the state of our nation's future. Some wise person once said, the Christian hope is not wishful thinking or some utopian fantasy. It's a divinely enabled passion for the possible. And with God, the possibilities are incredible. When life is at its worst, hope is fuel that feeds our faith to keep us believing. Our hope goes beyond even death. The great apostle Paul said, If only for this life we have hope in Christ, we are to be pitied more than all men, in 1 Corinthians 15, verse 19. In our text today, the people of God have lost hope. Listen to this interesting dialogue between long-suffering God and his hesitant people in Malachi 3, verse 13 to 14. Your words have been hard against me, says the Lord, but you say, how have we spoken against you? You have said, it is vain to serve God. What is profit? What is a profit of keeping his, his charge or of walking as in the morning and mourning before the Lord? The need for a strong faith and hope in God is present, presented by reveling a people uh, who are lacking. That is why faith and hope cannot be separated. 
Even when the circumstances of life are against us and our faith becomes weak, a strong hope in God for the future compels us to keep going. As we keep going, our faith begins to grow. That is why hope is at the very core of our belief system. Hope serves as a feeder for our faith. Twice in today's passage, the prophet used the word remember to reiterate the originality of our hope. Remember the law of my servant Moses, the decrees and laws I gave him at Horeb for all of Israel. God is the source of all we are or ever hope to be. He has a plan and a purpose for our lives. Don't ever forget that in the midst of all the things around you. Hope based on the past, based on God's faithfulness, based on the history that we have with God. The other reference in the text to hope is based on past talks. It's about a scroll, as the text says, a scroll of remembrance written in his presence concerning those who feared the Lord and honored his name. This reinforces the matter of free will. We always have a choice to make. We have an opportunity to choose where our hope will direct us, either to the world or to God. Implications of our choices result in the ultimate end for us. As Malachi 3 says, they will be mine, says the Lord Almighty. In that day, I will make up my treasured possession. I'll make them my treasured possessions. I will spare them just as man spares his son who serves him. And we will see again the distinction between the righteous and the wicked, between those who serve God and those who don't. This hope based on the past means that we have been given the knowledge to make the right choices. We don't always make the right choices, but we've been given the information to make the right choices. After all, God did not want robots serving him, so he gave us free will to make our own choices, but also to be held responsible and accountable for our choices. Then there's this idea of the hope in the present. That's why I want to kind of focus us on today, because we are living in this present time. The psalmist in Psalm 46 writes these words, God is our refuge and strength and ever-present help in trouble. The amazing thing about the Christian hope is that it has an eternal quality to it. Yes, and the origin of the origin of our hope is the past, and it's true that the best is yet to come is in the future, but the result of power for living in the presence is also there. The psalmist continues in verse in Psalm 46, Therefore we will not fear, though the earth give way and the mountains fall into the heart of the sea, though the waters roar and form and the mountains quake at its surging. The reason for confidence in the midst of the proverbial storm is the hope that we presently have in our God. The prophet Malachi has consistently preached on one theme over and over again, talking about judgment based on our choices. The analogy can easily be made about comparing the people of Malachi's day with the people Jesus talked to in the Sermon on the Mount. He talks about if we presently are trusting and hoping in the things of this world to satisfy, he compares us to a foolish man who built his house on the sand. The rains came, the streams rose, and the winds blew and beat against the house, and it fell with a mighty crash. I hear so many people, and I follow people on Facebook, and I've seen conversations on social media talking about how concerned they are about this present day, this present time, this present moment in history. And there are so many people with so much anxiety and anger and confusion about what will happen in this present moment. And what I tend to see people 
kind of ring around or kind of resonate around is this idea that can we trust our politicians? Can we trust our government? Can we trust our banking system? Can we trust our security based on the things we've always had our hope placed in? And if our hope is placed on the things of this world, Jesus reminds us, it's like the foolish man who built his house upon the sand. The rains came down, the storms rose, the winds blew, and the house that was built on that foundation fell with a mighty crash. So for us, our hope is in the grace of God. And the case to be positive and hopeful is that God never leaves us nor forsakes us. In Malachi, he wrote these words, but for you who revere or choose my name, he points out, it's like a wise man who built his house upon the rock. The rain came, the streams rose, the winds blew and beat against the house. Yet the house did not fall because its foundation was on the rock. One of my favorite old hymns and my wife jokes because I have many favorite old hymns, but one that comes to mind right now is, my hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. I dare not trust the sweetest frame, but wholly lean on Jesus' name. On Christ, the solid rock I stand, all other ground is sinking sand. So that's our hope for the presence, that our foundation is not based on our situation or our circumstance or even the people that we elect but it's based on the rock, Jesus Christ. We also have a hope that's based in the future. And Malachi ends his chapter with this, these words of remembrance. Surely the day is coming. Surely the day is coming when our Lord will return and take us to be with him. And we live in the words of the Apostle Paul in 1 Corinthians. Death has been swallowed up in victory. No matter what happens in this world, death has been swallowed up in victory. We have this great assurance that one day we will spend eternity with our God because of our faith in Jesus Christ. And no matter how unnerving, how uncertain the times are, that future hope is always sure for us. And Malachi even points to that in the end of Malachi chapter 4, where he says, But for you who revere my name, the Son of Righteousness will rise with healing in his wings, and you will go out and leap like calves released from the stall. What a wonderful picture of youth and happiness and joy, the idea that we will leave this place, we will one day go out from our imprisonment of earth, and we will leap like calves who have been released from their stall and be reunited with our Father in heaven. The neat thing about that is there are no sick calves. There are no injured calves. There are no COVID calves. They're just calves who've been freed from the pain, the suffering, and the death of this world and been released to a a pasture that is rich because our God is sitting there waiting to receive us. For those who have questioned and are concerned, may you find hope in the past, God's faithfulness, in the presence, God's assurances, and in the future, God's presence, because he will be with you always. Have a merry and blessed Christmas. This is my last episode and podcast um, edition for this year, 
Next year, there's a lot of stuff coming, and I pray you will continue to follow along and subscribe to this podcast. If you want to go deeper, you can follow my podcast on um, in iTunes, on Spotify, on Google Podcasts, and, and, and tune in. So there's a lot of places you'll be able to run across this podcast. I also want to encourage you, um, if you have not subscribed to the new podcast that's coming up, there'll be a new one that will be starting also. This one is called Faith and the Republic. And this podcast is a little different. I wanted to do something to kind of encourage us in these uh, trying times. So this one is really based on the idea and the concept that um, our country has an amazing founding with some amazing people who believed in, in the abundance and belief of God can do anything. And so that podcast is going to focus on uh, our nation's founding, be some great history, things you may not have known. But it will also contain amazing stories of faith and people's journeys of faith from ordinary people who live in this country, who love God, and God has done an amazing thing in their own individual history. So there'll be some great interviews with people just sharing their faith stories. Um, the Light Breaks 2 will continue to take, tackle tough topics and faith issues in the coming year. We have some awesome guests already lined up. We have some podcasts on deaf ministry and podcast on White Fragility, the book, kind of a review on that coming up soon. So uh, we're going to talk about race in the 2020 year, 2021 and beyond. And um, if you want to support this podcast, you can do so by buying me a cup of coffee on my website. And I pray you have a blessed and amazing new year as God continues to remind you and show you just exactly what he has in mind for you in the coming year. Thanks for listening to Becoming Bridge Builder. If you enjoyed this episode and want to help support the podcast, please subscribe and share it with others. Post about it on social media or leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram at bkeithhaney and on Getter and Twitter at RevHeadpin or on his website at alightbreaksthrough.org. Thanks again and tune in next time.